It's Tone from the Talking Chip Podcast. I'm here with my guest, special guest, Katie. And we're going to be talking about a different style of parenting and having kids. Katie, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So this is a very interesting podcast. How much do you really love your friends, guys? Do you love your friends enough to give them a baby? If they can't conceive, Katie, tell us about this journey that you're about to go on. Well, I um, have a family friend who is um, his wife. Unfortunately, her uterus ruptured with her first pregnancy, and she is no longer able to carry a child. And they are Italian and want a big family and so I have volunteered to be their surrogate. Wow. Wow. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. That's interesting. That is very interesting. So, huh. (laughs) So, a part of this process, right, um, obviously it's going to be an in vitro procedure, um, but just like how in depth is this situation with the in vitro well I um, I had to first go to my OB and get cleared by my OB which I did and then I had to submit all my medical records and the in vitro doctor in New York had to review my records and then which she did and they approved me So from there now, my husband and I have to fly up there and undergo testing all day, psyche eval, and um, then after that, we meet with the lawyers and sign all the documents, basically protecting us and the parents. Um, We had to undergo pretty intense questioning that started with just why we wanted to do this and went into detail of if we've ever had marital problems. They needed to know what we fight about. Um, Obviously basic stuff like medical history, psych history, um, if we've ever been arrested, if so, why we had been arrested. Um, And then they asked, this is actually very exciting, Um, they asked very intense questions as far as how many embryos you'd be willing to insert Mm. and then if there were problems so they listed many different problems that could happen if you'd be willing to um, terminate the pregnancy Mm. or not Um, and then so once we, we fly up in two weeks to do the testing the psyche valve once that's complete then I would start hormones for a month injections and then after that month is when we would fly back up and they would um, implant the embryo and then we'd stay in New York for four days and then from there my OB in Florida would follow up with everything else mm. that's that's interesting so the thing of it is like all right, you are a parent now and you're having a child for someone else how emotionally attached do you foresee yourself becoming in the uh, 
in the in the process of carrying the child. Right now, with it being new, I don't feel like I would be too emotionally attached. I think it would be an emotional experience, but I feel like going into it knowing this is their embryo and how important it is for them to have a family would be more excitement for them. I'm sure there'll be emotions along the way carrying a baby for nine months, but it's it's nothing that would ever make me feel as if it was my baby. So. Hmm. Now, knowing that the, 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 the parents live... Um, far away you know do you think that you guys are going to or the mother would want to kind of like befriend you and celebrate this journey with you or is it something that she is going to respect the privacy of you carrying the child and then um doing this new age thing that they have once you deliver will she come in and then you know, I don't know what it's called, but you probably can explain it better. Like when the mother comes in and kind of like gets in the bed and hold the baby or kind of stay in the ba- in the hospital for those first couple of days that the baby's in there. So because I just met the mother, um, we've definitely just over the past month started built a friendship to where um, it's a little different than most surrogacies because most people there... Um, matched with a stranger whereas because the husband is a family friend it's not really a stranger so we definitely are building a friendship we we talk pretty often now um and like they invited us to stay with them when we come up there instead of normally you would stay in a hotel um they'll definitely be allowed to come to any appointments they want to but because they live in new york i doubt they'll be able to come to them but um they will definitely be there for the birth and the way it happens is when as soon as the baby's born, um, I no longer have contact with the baby. It, the baby goes in a separate room and goes with them. Um, I did offer to breastfeed for the first three days just to, for them to have the colostrum. And so that's up to them if they want me to do that or not or pump for them just because it's so important those first three days. But after that, it would be I wouldn't have contact with the baby unless they chose to send us pictures or stay friends with us. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, obviously, you're going to be pregnant at home. You can't really change that or hide that. How do you think your children are going to handle seeing you go through um, the process and then there's no baby? I'm sure it will be confusing for the two younger ones because they're still little. Um, But we, you know, beat into our kids' heads how important it is to help other people in need, and I think that they will actually take it as something to help someone else and encourage them more to want to help other people. I'm sure our older daughter will, it'll show her how, you know, God's love you, help other people, and hopefully it'll make her proud. Mm. Very, very, very noble act, I will say. So, um, the, the, the typical things that you experience once you actually give birth, like postpartum, some well, sometimes, but most times with women, how do you think that is going to maybe impact you with this situation, knowing that once, once this bundle of joy comes out, 
Um, uh, well, you said you said it's a, it's it's family related, so I'm sure you'll see the pictures down the road. But that initial postpartum, how do you think it's going to hit you? Well, luckily with my first two kids, I never experienced postpartum. I did have the baby blues with my first baby. Um, but I think a lot of it was more just the overwhelming of having a new baby and not knowing what I'm doing. So I can't really say if I would have that with not bringing a baby home, but I'm sure there's an emotional side when you come home alone without a baby and then you still are going through the recovery because that always kind of made it better. So I'm sure there'll be some emotional moments with that i'm sure there it is man it's 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 new age times and 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 all over the world i mean like you know when you first mentioned it to me it was definitely a shocker to me um understanding that i know that you said you did not want to carry anymore so i mean (laughs) it's it's like i'm still kind of stunned just hearing that you know you're going to uh uh, be a surrogate for someone else, which is is truly amazing. Like, I'm still at a loss of words, Katie. I'm still at a loss of words. But <laughs> what other things can you add as we close out? Because we're not going to make this super long. Well, um, I think that it's when you're a mom that you understand how the excitement of having a family, and I can't imagine what they must feel to think they'll never be able to have their own so I think that it's it's comforting to know that you're gonna you know the nine months of hell that I might have to go through but then it's a lifetime for them of happiness to have a baby and um so I think that kind of makes it you know gives you that encouragement to get through it it's a short term pain for you but then the long term for them is you know amazing they can expand their family and There you have it. We're going to close out. Is this a quick, quick session here with Katie with such a different, different back story to being a surrogate. And again, thank you for tuning in to the Talking Chip Podcast. See you next time.